Hey, this is Chad Stewart from the band Faster Pussycat and creator of Devil's Crown Bloody Mary Mix. Are you sick of the same old generic wake up, break up, headache cure? Tomato juice, ice, fake flavors from a jar. Is that the best you can expect from a Bloody Mary Mix? Well, I've created a mix, tried and true, tested from countless years on the road. When you decide only the best Bloody Mary Mix will do, go to devilscrownmix.com. The one that works every time, all the time. Flavorful, spicy, all the things you need to get your head straight. Nights turn into days, wicked mornings transcend into endless possibilities. Try Devil's Crown Bloody Mary Mix. You'll think it came from the devil himself. And as a special full-on podcast offer, I'm giving you 20% off your entire purchase by typing in full-on at checkout at devilscrownmix.com. Cheers. It's been like two weeks. I think we've been off for a couple weeks. Yeah, we just want people to really just anticipate the next episode. <laughs> just miss us so bad. The Atissa. Yeah. And then this one, we have, you know, some new music coming at you. Um, Sim Williams, singer, songwriter, um, just came out with the album Whites of the Eyes. So welcome, Sim. How you doing? Good, good. So Sim. Yeah. So your new album just came out. It came out Friday, right? Uh, Saturday. Or Saturday. Okay, that's weird. Does it, do they usually come out on Friday or Saturdays now? You just make your I own just, rules now. Yeah, I think you can just okay. do it. Okay, take it easy, yeah. Damien. I'm trying to <laughs> well, in, the, in the UK, it's Saturdays, right? I don't think they recommend <laughs> doing it on a Saturday. Yeah. But I don't know. I just wanted it out at this point. Okay. So Whites of Their Eyes. Who did the album cover? Uh, it's actually my, um, my wife's uncle. Okay. Like we, got it, we got this art hanging up in our, in our living room. And um, I mean, she's had it for, for years. I mean, he, it's like a scratched painting. Mm-hmm. Like, and don't know how he does it, but the guy is obviously pretty fucking talented. And it's been hanging up in our, in our living room for years. And he did it probably about 30 or 40 years ago. Wow. It's, and it's, I just looked at it and I was like, I like that. Yeah, it's, it's cool really striking. And, and then the way you made it, or whoever did the art direction, it looks like an old vinyl. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really it's cool. A friend of mine, he's, uh, he's done a couple of, uh, couple of covers before he's, he's pretty good at that i just had like the idea of like, the color kind of um layout that i was going for and then uh 
yeah, no, it just looked pretty good. We kind of saturated it a little bit. It doesn't look quite like the original artwork, but it's, yeah. it's still, I just took a photo of it and just sent it to him and then we did his thing. Well, the music matches the cover because it, it's very interesting. And like, yeah. I mean, I was listening to it when I think this weekend and like Cannonball to me is like, to me sounds like a lost Thin Lizzy song, <laughs> but so like something off Chinatown. So I, I know you, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you're more of the, the troubadour type thing and the singer songwriter. Well, Thin yeah, that's but, but it, it has that, I mean, even the way you have that that vocal melody or that higher, yeah. it just sounds really. It's cool. I do, you know, Phil Lynott is a, is a, a big influence in just like the style that he writes songs and the way he writes songs. The storytelling. Uh, yeah, and, and it's like the pronunciation of, of the way, you know, he he sort of pronounces the words and, and sings the lines. It's kind of like unconventional, but like, um, I know it just works. Yeah. I think it's, uh, yeah, it's certainly a big what? influence in it. Tell us, I mean, for those who don't know you or, or just discovering you right now, like, tell us, like, tell us your story. Where does it come from? Where do you come from? Your influences? Uh, well, I'm originally from a town called Portsmouth in the south coast of England. Been in America for about three years, but I've been coming back and forth for about 10 years now. Probably, no, I think even longer than that. Well, I was in a band called The Exposed before. It was like a punk rock band. And we would come out and did, we, we started doing Warp Tour. Probably 2009, 2010, we were actually working on the tour. We just sort of came out. We had friends on the tour. We were trying to figure out a way to like get out and obviously play. And they were like, you know, you might have to, because originally we were going to come out and busk. We were going to busk to the line for like a couple of weeks. And then um, our friend that was on the tour was just like, no, you know, they're trying to sort of put an end to that a little bit, I guess, because of, you know, complaints from locals or something. So, but they said, you know, we can get you a job on the catering. So we like, yeah all right so we went out and we we're just making meals for bands and and uh, we were playing whenever we got the opportunity to play and obviously got to know people so we did that for two years and then we did the whole tour in like 2011 so, so i've been coming back out you know coming out to america for about 12 years now and then um 2013 was like our last one that we did so we did 2009 2010 2011 we did the whole tour and then in 2013 we did like half of it and then we kind of took a break and then i was off with music for a while, I didn't really do, I was kind of like knocking about with some local bands, just like filling in on guitar and bass and stuff. So but I wasn't really doing anything sort of productive for myself. And I've always had this, like, I've always been a fan of, you know, acoustic music in general, singer songwriters. So I think it was two, yeah, it was 2015 is when I just decided to go for it. And I recorded an EP, I wrote some songs. It's the first time I've actually written songs and sung songs. I was always a guitar player before, so I was never a, never a songwriter really i'd write melodies and things like that but i was never yeah i was never really a an actual songwriter so it was it was a totally new thing do you think the the accent makes you a better singer no <laughs> <laughs> i feel like it does it's no, so charming I I, uh, are you hitting on him <laughs> we just got here from, from singer to singer i'm, I'm asking i'm like <laughs> yeah, yeah you know yeah, it took me a while to actually figure out what you know i it was uh i mean there's there's some like british artists that even you know that this like the quintessential kind of like the, the, that shitty like Ed Sheeran kind of stuff that they try and do yeah or there's you know something that's just tried to sound American which is yeah you know, I can't really do that my accent's pretty strong it's, it used to be a lot stronger I've just died down a lot since moving out here um so it's, yeah it took me a while to really find the voice I mean I feel like it's now it's just sort of after like five years of doing it yeah you know, doing the solo stuff and just like playing shows constantly and just constantly writing and recording and releasing stuff it's um you know there is certainly there's certainly a difference I think people will be able to notice from like the foot when the first record came out to to now you know certainly settling in a little bit more comfortable finding my range i think is mainly it and, and it, it makes it a little difficult writing words 
because certain things I can't pronounce very well. So yeah. Oh, I yeah. kind of like it makes me think about you know the, the song a lot more, and you know just how you know what I can uh, how to make it work basically. So which takes a bit bit longer. I'm not a natural songwriter; it takes a bit of time. But I'm also quite lazy with it. So I don't, I don't just go <laughs> like, and be like, oh, I feel like writing a song today. No, nah, you can't. I mean, lyrically, like it's you know, yeah, it, it's yeah. deep and it's it's raw. I, I think yeah. a lot of times, you know, when it comes to quote unquote punk rock, and I hate that term, punk rock. Mm-hmm. I think like a, a lot of people might go into like be jealous of what you do because when you're in a punk rock band, like everyone's just there to get in the pit or something like that while you guys are going crazy and now people are listening to what you're saying you know what i mean so that's that's a whole nother heavy weight that you have on because they're really going to pay attention to what you're saying yeah Yeah, interesting yeah Yeah, i played uh, yeah quite a few punk shows as well like a street punk show i played with like noise the band noise and Mm -hmm. did some shows with them guys i played uh, you know some like hardcore shows as well yeah doing the solo stuff and people do say i mean it's i think it's just just raw enough for people to not lose total interest and yeah still, to still be interested i think if it's if it's angry enough and it sounds aggressive enough and even if it is just an acoustic song even if it's just like a finger picking acoustic song it can still uh still resonate well yeah it's it, the interest of them people as well exactly and it does i mean and that's what i'm saying like i think people are are more apt to listen to what you're saying instead of just listening to the music yeah you know? i'm trying not to like peddle any cheap sentiment i suppose when i when I'm write something i try to make it at least yeah, even if I don't really know what I'm really singing about or writing about, after a while it sort of starts to make sense. It's like, oh, I guess I was feeling that way. Yeah. yeah. You know, when, yeah. I, when I wrote that. Do, do you have a significant other? Yeah. It's amazing because you would think, like, I mean, it's, it's just got to be a magnet, right? <laughs> what you do. <laughs> it just does. But all the songs are about, like, you know, it's just about relationships and stuff like that. But deep down, it's a magnet. Yeah. You're great at what you do. So it's just like <laughs> yeah, the Pied like, Piper of. <laughs> Certainly, I mean, I think my old band we were a little bit more because we were doing like warp tour stuff, so and you got like the sort of very, you know, we were sort of kind of like four guys. We were kind of like dressed, trying to dress pretty smart, and you know, we had the accents, and people would, you know, sort of certainly show a lot more interest in that way. But then you get older, I'm like playing like, you know, the shows I'm playing, it's yeah, it's it's mainly to sort of the uh, the older male sort of mature crowd now you know you haven't really got like the swoony gals trying to you know yeah it's like just the older males swooning <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like ike was yeah. like five minutes ago yeah, like you said it's a magnet no, <laughs> well i think um like you mentioned playing warp tour um especially you warp know tour. coming here coming here and doing that full tour and and yeah. not only playing the tour but working like um that's a really hard tour to be on like it's it's an all-day thing and then not only that but like once you guys are done playing like working as well as like it's you know a testament to like how hard you guys worked and and yeah we certainly did we worked hard and it was just us we didn't bring any um we we, we've we never took any like uh tour managers or merch people or anything it was always just four of us in a van yeah we we, luckily we were really good mates you know we was with the same bands since we were young so we all got on obviously there's times where you bicker or what that and what, what not but that's that's not really not really too bad at all really we've got on really we still do we still talk and get on we're actually thinking about talking about doing a new ep at some point it's been oh nice quite oh, right a long time and is that where you met jay stolo yeah yeah 2010 and was that yeah. sparring on the tour yeah, as well they were doing they were the barbecue band okay yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so so, um, so do you have a band now or is it just like who plays yeah, on the album yeah um it's not like a you know 
I haven't got a name for it yet. Yeah. Unless we got Sim Williams in the so and so's or whatever, you know, like trying to figure out a good name, but it's, it's pretty hard. But uh, yeah, for the record, I had, um, yeah, I've got a. I think Tim's got one for you. Sim <laughs> Williams and the vagina magnets. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I wasn't saying that at all. <laughs> no, I. Innuendo. S- Sim Williams and the, the, like, you're already winning with Sim Williams. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, it could I mean, be, it could be, that, and right? the jet planes or whatever it <laughs> yeah. is. It's yeah. going to sound great. But yeah, no, it's, um, yeah, pretty silly band. It's, it's band that was in the last record as well, at least most of it. It's uh, Nate, who was in uh, True Rivals. Oh, you know True Rivals? Yeah, yeah. I met him, he was playing drums for Lit, uh, and I was doing merch from the, the UK tour. Okay. Back in 2014, I met him there. Uh, Derek, I met on Warped Tour 2011, he was playing bass for Unwritten Law. Mm-hmm. I met him there, I've known him for, so I've known these guys for like a long time. Yeah. The only one I haven't known that as, as long was Matt, who came in. Um, Matt Baxter. I, yeah, I met him, Matt Baxter, yeah, I met yeah. him on the, actually in the studio he's, he's he records at studio as well and jay's just like you know this guy that can do pretty much anything he can hit any note <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it's insane like it's, it's like his mom was a vocal coach or something and yeah. he's just very well trained in singing and, he's, and he can play anything you know he plays guitar and yeah he came on and did all the all the backing vocals for for that he did some slide guitar stuff as well and just for, for a song mm-hmm. so it's yes yeah, it's, it's been like and that was all really all the musicians that sort of came in it wasn't it wasn't many i mean i did like all the guitars pretty much mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's sort of a couple of other guys, and I just pretty much give them free reign. Yeah, with like bass and drums, just just say do what you want, really. The songs tend to have some some depth to them, like like in just little guitar parts here and pieces there. Like, is is yeah, that yeah. you working with Jay? Is that you? Yeah. Do you hear it in your head? Or I mean, sometimes I've got an idea, you know, like and I I hear it and I'll go in and do it and whatever, and, and it usually comes out the way I expected. But a lot of time, you know, Jay will, will say, like, oh, I hear this here, yeah. this there. And I just do it, you know, I just, you know, I'm not too, I'm not one of those guys that's, like, too proud. It's like, oh, that's yeah. my side, I don't really nah, want it. Because yeah. at the end of the day, we record it, if you don't like it, you just take it out. Yeah. So, yeah, and we, we always generally keep everything in. It's all perfect that's in there. I mean, it's especially on the new album, like, there's there's no wasted space, but there's no forced spaces either. No. Which is yeah, good. Yeah, we try not to. I mean, some songs don't have, like, backing vocals or anything. Yeah. And they, they did, you know, in my head they did, but then I'm just like, no, sometimes you just got to leave it, especially with the slightly more mellow ones. And then you can, you know, it's I think it's just complimenting the song, really, more than anything. Trying to find find out what works but most of the time i just don't know until yeah. i'm in the studio i'll go in there with just like a blank canvas or i'll send well the way i usually do it is I'll, I'll i'll write something and i'll just do like a shitty version of it on the garage band and i'll yeah. send it to nate he's like the first person that gets it <clears throat> and then um he'll send something back that either you know it's always good what he sends yeah. back i'm never like oh no change that <laughs> a lot of the time it's like totally different like for the for rat my soul the opening song it was um i sent him the acoustic version and um, it was kind of different, uh, you know. The reason is, is, is he he sent back the drums. And it just gave it a lot more dynamic, doing a lot of stuff on the toms, and um, and it, I think that actually, you know, I'd consider like him as like a, almost a co-writer for that, okay, for that song, just to be yeah. able to give it so much dynamic. And well, I wasn't expecting it at all before, but like I said, it's I'm, I'm always open to ideas from anyone, you know, and especially when it comes to the song, it's. Uh, you know, in a day you can always change it if you don't like it. But yeah. yeah, just if it's a good idea, it's a good idea, and if it's not, why? You know, luckily I'm not. I haven't got that much pride in that kind of that kind of sense. I'm just like, yep, yeah, let people get free reign. 
when, really. when you came to like 2015, I think is when you said you kind of made the switch. Yeah, yeah. Was there an artist or artists that you grew up listening to? Like, oh, I want to do something sort of like that. I want to do a Pogues thing. I want to do, you know what I mean? Uh, not really. I mean, I've always liked songwriters and, and songs in general. It's not necessarily just punk rock. But uh, there was times where I just got in that punk rock mindset and I was just mm -hmm. playing. And that's all I wanted to do. Um, I started going to shows, I think. I started going to a lot of... Uh, so there's a lot of the guys that were in punk bands was, you know, were doing all these solo shows now. You know, like Chuck Reagan and Brian Fallon, Dave yeah. Hawes and all that. And uh, I went to a revival tour. It was, uh, it was Chuck Reagan, Dan Andriano from our Trio, Dave Hawes and Brian Fallon. And it was just cool to see them all there, like singing together and playing. There was like a camaraderie there, you know, mm -hmm. and it was like, it was something interesting. You could actually, and it, you know, everyone, everyone in the audience was kind of like just gripped on, you know, what they were singing. So I was like, that's cool. That's like a cool vibe. I like that idea. And I started yeah. like listening to more of those guys and then getting more into some, uh, you know, some of the country stuff and, um, it's hard because there's not really much of a scene for it in England. Like I said, like the singer-songwriter scene is more kind of like they do like the poppy, like Ed Sheeran kind of stuff. And it's, it was hard for me to kind of get connected with people. So I just kind of did it and I was pretty much playing punk shows. Yeah. As an acoustic artist, it was hard for me to get on. Sometimes I'd, I'd you know, I'd get like put on a show at like a student union or something <laughs> or some random and it'd just be like, it'd be me and then it'd be some guy that's just doing like the Ed Sheeran stuff. I mean, I mean, it's totally interested. <laughs> yeah, you're totally vulnerable yeah. though at that point. Like, you almost yeah. feel like you would see like sometimes I'll see like fashion models and that when they come out and like you're so vulnerable in that situation because it's just you yeah. and everyone looking to you. So you're not hiding behind any kind of volume. You're not hiding right. behind anything, but it's just you and your voice, your guitar. Yeah, it was certainly a learning curve. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I was I was forgetting words a lot more, and I was you know when you get in your own head, I was, I was sort of like things were going well for like. 10 minutes and then you start thinking about things you can start hearing people talk or something and you, and you you know you mess up on the guitar and you have, you have distortion to kind of yeah exactly out, right? so, you can't yeah. jump yeah so now yeah. <laughs> yeah. well you can it just you can it's weird. funny yeah. yeah i think that certainly helps with songwriting as well you know because you're like well i have to write something that's gonna mm -hmm. i'm gonna be able to translate yeah. And translate yeah it, do it well and it's practice so i just practice all yeah. the time and just playing lots of shows ah. i was doing loads of open mics and stuff like that just to kind of oh, right help on. me kind of just get better at it you know i've noticed this whole new generation and generation i mean like 20 years where people like they don't care if a band's playing they're going to be at the bar with bar chatter oh yeah and it's got to be so worse for you like <laughs> you can't drown them out you yeah, know what I mean? yeah i mean it depends where you're at like sometimes i get it like if you if i'm you know, sometimes I get put on shows in like a sports bar or something. Yeah. And I can't get too shitty about that because I'm like, well, I kind of I agree you to knew do it. it. I knew it was going to be a bar. Yeah. Um, as long as there's enough people there kind of paying attention. And it's weird because sometimes you play shows and there'll be like people just talking all the way through it. And then they'll come up afterwards and they'll be like, that was great, sir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, right? Like, you didn't watch. <laughs> yeah. Just, and they can't like, buy merch. And sometimes you'll, you'll play a show and everyone will be like, you know, engaged. And then like not one person comes up and says anything. Mm. Yeah. They're just like, they are, I don't know, maybe they're just music snobs they're probably just judging you internally instead of just fuck you know <laughs> but yeah, I think it's not been that bad there's been a cut of show and I find it's actually like some of the hometown shows like all my friends come out and they all get drunk and they're just fucking talking and talking and talking yeah. and, I, and I don't mind it I'm whatever but like sometimes I'll get you know I'll, 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 I'll get like a local support or something or I'll get like a and I feel worse for them I'm like yeah you come play this show and it's usually packed but then it's yeah. like oh, I'm sorry that all my friends are talking over you <laughs> well yeah I mean they kind of know then too. They know the situation. Like, oh, we're open for Sim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you've, you've obviously you've played a lot of shows. Do you have anyone in particular that sticks out 
as you know, just before this pandemic hit, it was it was one of the best, one of the biggest shows I did. It was in um, it was, it was it was in Sacramento, the Goldfield Trading Post, and it was with um, Chuck Reagan and White Buffalo. Oh, nice. badass! That was cool, and it was a free. It wasn't a free show. It was it was a benefit show, and then it was supposed to be just the the evening. It was supposed to be just one show, but then it it was got so they, the demand for tickets was so much that they had to do a matinee show as well oh, so wow. we did two shows in a day and it was good it was that's pretty awesome cool. man yeah. that's awesome and it was a cool trip up to sacramento to do that as well yeah it's not too far from where we are it's about four hours but um cool. yeah that was cool and there's you know a lot and i was like yes this is like a packed room you know what i mean there's, there's yeah. a good few hundred people in there yeah and um i say the response is great and you know, i was really pumped to get more of them kind of bigger shows i was all right yeah. explain what i'm going to focus on and I was all enthusiastic and then like obviously two months later the yeah. pandemic hit and then right. <laughs> playing yeah. again it yeah was there like, like two shows since was there like yeah. a tour plan for this this release or anything like that yeah i mean there would have been i, I actually yeah. I, I didn't really plan to release a record really i mean I, I i knew i wanted to and i knew i needed to but i just kind of one day was you know booked some time in the studio went in there like a few days later and okay just did, kept on kept the ball rolling did you write it during the pandemic or some of it yeah, yeah. some of it is most of the time i have like some songs i've written for like a few years or a couple of years i'm quite slack writing songs or i have variations of the song and then i just have to like if i don't like it i'll rewrite it which is like for a lot of them and some of them came really quick like cannibal came really quick you know was, i had the i had the guitar right there knocking around and I wrote the lyrics in about 10 minutes that was pretty quick oh. Words of the Eyes the song um, again I had the I had the, the riff written um, and that was a pretty quick one some of them take a little longer and sometimes you know I record something I'm like shit I don't even have a song for this record like, I, thought, I thought I had 10 and it turns out I've got 9 or yeah. 8 or whatever so I have to go back and sometimes just really force out a song <laughs> it's usually like the ones that you know the ones I do last are usually like the finger picky kind of songs so I've yeah. got the idea and but it's um, yeah. So sometimes you have, it's last minute. I have to really just try and pull something out of my house. And <laughs> you have a song um called uh, "Hearts Begin to Rust" on yeah, the yeah. album. That's like I was blown away by it just because I wasn't expecting oh, that. Cool. Like, how did that come about? Like, was that, well, that always was, sounding that way, or did it come yeah. in the studio? Or that was actually one of the first ones written for the album. Hmm. Um, I wrote it just after moving moving out to America full time, and. I actually recorded it with Jay probably about two years ago. So we went into the studio. It was, it was about June 2017 or something, 2018. Yeah. And I went down and recorded it and just did some vocal, like a rough vocal on it. And then nothing really came of it. We were, you know, I was trying to get some pedal steel on it or some lap steel. And it, we just kind of fell off the radar a little bit and because I was just so busy with dealing with like immigration stuff and whatnot. Yeah. So then um, went back to it and listened back to it. I had it in my inbox and hadn't heard it for about a year or two and then listen back i was like oh this is a good song actually i did i played it live a few times yeah and then um yeah and then jay sent it to you know jay was just he's like oh i just sent it to this dude and he sent it to gavin caswell he's in um census fail oh right yeah and he played the the lap steel on it because i know, oh, nice. I know gavin yeah. from yeah. for all days as well and uh so i went in and heard you know heard all this stuff on it and this all this shaker and everything and i just did i just redid the vocal and that was it that's awesome. Dude, wow. Yeah, the, it's like the one original version sounds. had backing vocals on it, but that was one that we kind of took, we stripped it down a bit. Yeah, it, yeah, it's great how it's like stripped down, but also has like so much stuff layered in there too. Yeah, like you were saying. I think it's just, it's it's that, certainly yeah. percussion helps, I think. Yeah. A lot of, lot of percussion, lots of just, you know, the, the, the lap still always sounds pretty good. 
certain songs, especially the ones yeah. like that, that kind of like darker country vibe. Yeah. yeah that's uh, yeah, that's, def- that's one of my favorite songs on the record. Actually. Yeah. yeah. Likewise. Same. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So like when you're recording and, and you're coming up with these ideas, you know, it's, it's crazy to me. I will say this because years ago I was with, and I'm, I don't mean to drop and I was Scott Ian and this was literally decades ago and we're like there's only 12 notes like huh. we're gonna run out of riffs at some point in our life you know what i mean and yeah, you always yeah. have that fear but like it's gotta be even harder for you as you know when you're writing songs with acoustic guitar like the choices but none of your stuff i mean there's, there's a couple things on there i think hell only only knows what's the second song on the album that one yeah yeah i mean it's got this one chord that's just so bob Segerish, but it's not bob huh. Seger, and it and it just makes this magic in there you know what i mean yeah. and you you find a way to to take everything and make it your own, which I'm I'm really impressed with because cool. when it comes to that kind of stuff, sometimes like oh that sounds like this, but you know, and listening to your catalog and now that the new one came out is it's just really impressive that it really stands on its own. Oh thanks, man. yeah yeah. I try to you know it's hard because I try to play everything just to like E standard. Yeah. So I mean, there's some of the some other artists that I know that they've all these variations of tuning, but I just can't really be bothered to do all that live. You know, yeah. Like yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm a drop D dummy. <laughs> I do drop D. You know, a couple, couple of songs and yeah. at least at least one song on the record to try and do drop yeah. D, and, and it certainly opens a lot of things up. Um, you know, I try not to make anything sound the same. Yeah. I try, I'm trying not to do, you know, carbon cards. I don't want every record to be like a carbon copy of the last one. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's the same sort of vibe, but I don't think. I don't know. It's hard. To, sometimes it's really hard to like just try and come up with something creative, especially just like standard E tuning or whatever. Yeah. But you know, I'm, I'm learning my range a little bit more, and um, that certainly helps. To be yeah. honest, there's there's definitely a, a progression and evolution in your music from the first album oh, to this yeah. one for sure. Thanks, man. Yeah, I was gonna say that too. Like, it just seems like there's a lot more confidence, and not that there wasn't confidence in the first one, yeah. but just like you are like. Like, you know, Jay and I had this conversation before. Like, you are undeniably like Sim Williams. Like, yeah, you can't say Sim sounds like this. It's like, <laughs> you know, and some of those people I really like, like um, Brian Fallon and yeah, yeah, yeah. Chuck Reagan. Like, they, you, you can tell their influence, like, a lot. It's like Tom Petty or something like yeah. that. And it's cool. But, like, for you, it's like there's a lot of, like, it's like there's, like, a dark influence. Like, I don't know if that makes sense, but just, like, a an influence of, like, rock music that doesn't seem or even country music yeah. but doesn't seem like it's like this like pop version and you're huh. you're doing it in a stripped down version that's like no one no one that i know of is doing that I so appreciate yeah it's awesome i, I really like it Thanks. um and I, it's hard to describe but i think that's a good thing yeah, yeah i don't yeah, know for sure. to, i mean i just like songs i like writing songs and i like <laughs> i listen to yeah such a wide variety of music and take yeah influence. i think i just take influences from Anything I try, I, I do tend to write on the for some reason a little bit. I feel like writing darker songs is a little easier than writing sort of happy yeah. songs about the sign. But yeah, I try, I, you know, I, I try and mix it up a little bit. You know, sometimes it'll be a it'll be a happy song to like a very like kind of dark sounding guitar or yeah. something, or it can be yeah. the, you know, the opposite. It can be a, a really happy poppy song with a you know very kind of like sinister undertone. Yeah, for sure. There. But I don't know. I just mix it up. It's just I don't. I, I'm still trying to. I'm still winging it. I got. Clue what I'm doing myself. <laughs> well, you right, can't tell. Yeah, it seems like you got it pretty yeah, dialed yeah. in, man. Yeah, I was just figuring it out right now, you know. But what, so. What's the story behind the the name of the album, Whence of Their Eyes? Uh, I don't know. I think it was the artwork. I just yeah. like the artwork, and I'm like, that has to be the thing. And I kind of wrote the song around that, and it's um, I like the idea of that. I was trying to think like what to do, and um, and it's 
you know, that's like the when you see the whites of the eyes, especially with like animals, like dogs and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that's like when you know the situation's like kind of fucking, that's where it can be yeah. bad, you know, when it goes mm-hmm. quiet and you've got that like, you know, that sketchy stare. Yeah. You know, so it was kind of influenced by that. And the song was you know, influenced by that. So I guess I, I pretty much wrote a lot of the stuff around around the artwork and around the, around the, the, the cover yeah know. it's such a classic i'm telling you if like if that cover was like a roxy music cover from the 70s or something like people would still talk about that and <laughs> oh, you'd be yeah. selling t-shirts it's oh, it's roxy music. it's <laughs> really fucking great yeah. no it's cool i, I do like yeah i want to you know i want to kind of need to get them printed on shirts or something yeah like, for sure cool, cool piece of artwork yeah it's amazing everyone should that, yeah. buy it for for the music but then stare at that cover because it's yeah. it's pretty special get that yeah, bundle cool. <laughs> that vinyl yeah, bundle still that, t-shirt still. Available. <laughs> and are in, any of these songs that you um, wrote that be, like during the pandemic that you haven't played live? Like, what's what's the yeah, song yeah, you want to yeah. play the most um, when, when it starts opening up? I don't know. Uh, probably I haven't played some of them. I only played and the last show was just over a year ago. Yeah. And that's when I wrote Words of the Eyes, the song, played that live, but it, you know, it's kind of fucked up a little bit because I was still wasn't feeling fully it. confident with it you know yeah. sometimes yeah. with the song you just have to get really confident with them yeah i mean that's like with like yeah, comedians yeah. they just go out and they'll tell a joke right, and they're not yeah. sure if it's there yet like are you saying his music is a joke no 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 <laughs> <laughs> so you know they they try to come up with their bit and it, they yeah, test it out yeah you know, that's the best way i think like is to it play is. it live and yeah, kind of see there. you know how it's going instead of just going in the studio and just yeah. writing something but. well well following damien's line of questioning it was a good question i was just busting <laughs> the balls do you, do you have a moments like when you're when you're testing out stuff like that and you're like oh this is that cool moment and then it doesn't happen or or yeah. moments happen that you didn't expect that were going to happen yeah yeah especially for songs you know yeah. certain songs that's certain songs aren't as good live as they are on a record and vice mm-hmm. versa yeah um you know, the, the, when I wrote the original "Rat on My Soul," was uh, was a lot slower. It was like that half time, like mm. the song mm-hmm. goes into the to the half time. And I, I remember playing that one like, and the, the chorus is the same. But I love the chorus. I always want to keep that song. But and like the bridge, um, but the verses were so boring, and it was just half time. It was about four and a half minutes long. And it was once I played it, and yeah. I'm halfway through a song, I sorry, I got to fucking stop because this is just this is boring. Like I like the song, but it kind of <laughs> is just so. I was like playing each, like looking up at the ceiling, just like. <laughs> but then That's I, crazy yeah, to imagine. So then I took that because I had that song for about a year and a half. Um, okay. But then I took it back to the to, to the drawing board, and we just went on vacation. My wife and I went on vacation to Palm Springs, and then, then I just just fucking around with the chords. But then I just played it like double the speed. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, and then playing the harmonica, I was like, this is kind of like you know a bit more upbeat, and then just just wrote the verses out really quick in about twenty minutes. New verses, but the chorus I always liked, so you know kept it and shortened it down a little bit and that's the you know that was wow. the single we went and recorded it and you know jake was like yeah, i think that's going to be the first single on the record that's great so we did the video with that for you guys as well that, that was cool oh yeah. that's right yeah. I, did, I forgot about that yeah i mean and i've heard that song like a million times just <laughs> editing that video yeah. and yeah, i still yeah. love that so song yeah no no, 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 I, no he dude, still, he so still great, plays yeah. it yeah I, scorsese <laughs> over here playing all the time. <laughs> no i mean that's like the true test is like when you're yeah. working on something like editing something and you're hearing it over yeah. and over and over like there's some stuff i've listened to and i'm just like okay yeah, yeah i can't i'll put that away forever but that song i i love that song yeah, and it gets nice. better you know and it's just the, the first track on the album and i was still like fuck yeah 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 <laughs> right. so that was cool that was that's certainly a good good vibe to it that was a little bit more upbeat and yeah that was fun i think once we did that it was like okay the ball's rolling now now the record's like kind of on its way and yeah the song's just hearing the records i mean jay's the studio and the work he does is just incredible yeah you know it's it's just come so so far in the last few years 
and it just makes the whole experience you know working with great musicians and great people and a good producer it just certainly makes the whole thing a lot more exciting you know i was never really excited to release stuff before i was just kind of like getting it out there yeah just doing it getting it out um but this record certainly yeah certainly spiked my excitement a little bit more it seems like Jay is the kind of producer because I know he's worked with you. He works with the Bronx. You, he, he takes time to figure out who the artist is and yeah, what the yeah. artist is instead of just putting I'm gonna put the Jay Stolo on here. Yeah. He wants yeah. to enhance what you do, yeah, which, which is amazing. Yeah, and it's it's good. And it's certainly, you know, I think he likes to be pushed out of the comfort zone a little bit. And especially yeah. with the style of music I was doing, I guess he was doing like a lot of just punk bands before. Yeah. So this is kind of difficult. You can you can kind of tell he's you know when when the acoustic guitars come when, with with the slower songs. You know, it's certainly, um, it's not his favorite, I don't think, but I yeah. mean, he's, he works so hard to get that, just that right acoustic sound still. But, you know, but the, I think a lot of people check out when they're doing something they don't really, they're not really like 100% behind. Right. You know, I've worked with people, they, you know, when it comes to vocals, they're just like, oh, I don't want to, like, oh yeah, it sounds great. <laughs> or we'll, we'll auto-tune that, it sounds great. And it's, you know, it's with Jay, at least it's, you know, you know what, He's got your best interests at heart. Yeah, he exactly. Wants to produce the best record. And this sounds weird for me talking about acoustic guitars, but the guitar sound on there, even though it's an acoustic, like you guys really capture like every string. You can hear it the full way around the string, yeah, which yeah, is insane. Yeah, He's, yeah we've, there's a lot of mics there with the yeah. just like the room mic, and there's there wasn't just the you know the two mm -hmm. you know, on the on the the sound hole on the twelfth fret with the room mics. And yeah, you can like setting up a drum kit. Yeah, you can really tell. It sounds yeah, amazing. And that's, yeah, it's like that. It's, it's just due to Jay as well, just like learning, you know, every, every time he does so. He doesn't really check out, you know, he's just kind of always developing, always learning new things, mm -hmm. but getting new equipment and new mics and everything. And certainly helps us. You know? Yeah, and especially oh, during sure. this pandemic, he was able to like, you know, yeah. do the studio and get it all. Yeah, it's great. It's a good vibe there. I just love going in and, and writing songs there and recording. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. But that's a great point like you said about straight jacket studios is like everything he does it comes out like the artist not, yeah, not yeah. like his studio yeah. it doesn't yeah. sound like you can have two artists come out and, you know the record sounds different yeah it's, it's you know it's got it's, it's touched its own so what's the what's the future after now that you release this <sighs> well i want to play shows that's yeah right <laughs> drive me crazy i want to go out and tour and, and play shows and you could probably do that easier than a lot of people, though. I mean, what, oh, what's it certainly the, makes it easier. Yeah. yeah, you can just get the, get on the acoustic guitar and you can just jump on a plane and go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Out. Yeah, it certainly is a lot easier in regards to like loading up and packing up. Well, I do want to do some more full band shows, though, definitely. Yeah. So I'm just trying to figure that out really, and and just keep uh, keep plugging it and, and try and do more stuff like this. And um, I also want to do like a, a covers EP probably Ooh, later, nice. later All right. yeah, at least start recording it but with like certainly like Sid Williams and friends and just have like friends and bands like you guys and whatnot if, you know, whoever's interested not just doing some right. covers of various like either doing them like like the original yeah. full band or like some stripped down acoustic not know. to give it away but any ideas of who you'd cover Got kind of like, it's funny you say about Roxy music actually because one of them's I've, I've got a Roxy music cover I want to do oh nice which one um, Dance Away oh yeah yeah it's kind of a cool uh, that'd be kind of a cool one um, just some some like punk bands, you know, like Alkaline Trio and, and like Finn Lizzy cover, um, nice. some Tom Petty or something. You know, just anything that kind of really, yeah, anything I can play and comfortable with playing. It's not gonna you know annoy me too much and learn. I always <laughs> like to th throw out Todd Rundgren because oh, yeah. he's the Brian Wilson of of a generation. To me, to <laughs> me, <laughs> like pe out, yeah. yeah, people don't listen to Todd Rundgren that much, but if you listen to the old stuff. Say something, say anything. I mean, those albums are amazing. You'll find oh, a lot I'm of good songs in there. Nice. Yeah, so that, that's, that's, there's that. And uh, 
don't know, hopefully we can you know, start playing shows again at some point. Yeah. You know, it's, it's been a crazy time. I mean, I think yeah. music like yours and the album you just put out will help soothe some people. Like, cause I think now everyone's like, all right, this shit happened. We are expecting to be out of it, but we're not, No, yeah, you know? Right, yeah. And, um, I think music like yours and those stories and letting people into your to your heart and your soul helps people. Yeah, that's good. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, I mean, if anyone takes anything from something I write, that's that's a compliment and that's great. Yeah, you know, it's uh, not trying to sort of target anyone in particular, but if anyone enjoys it, that's that's the main thing, really. Do you own your own publishing? Yeah, I do everything. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah doesn't get published much no. <laughs> well I, hey, but when it does <coughs> yeah, yeah that's yeah. the thing nah, it's all independent that, that's the thing that's it's it's as much as i love it i love the control of being able to do what i want it's it's um does make it difficult sometimes yeah, yeah i mean it's just it's just exhausting it's exhausting but you're betting on yourself and that's yeah, yeah, yeah. especially well, I, with like dealing with like artwork and everything even just stuff like that you know it's it's, it's a lot it's, it is a lot but it's it's certainly worth it especially this record it's certainly been worth it and the more yeah. i do it the more i get used to it yeah. and i've got like really good friends around me that you know other artists as well songwriters that uh you know they, they know the ropes of certain things that i don't know so i can just reach out to pretty much any 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 of my friends and they'll help out and vice versa if anyone needs anything they can reach out to me as well amazing if there's anything i school can't do yeah amazing yeah, that's great. Well, we're looking forward to more. Um, definitely some more shows and some yeah, more music. Yeah. And we've got to do one together, haven't we? We've got to do, yeah. do, do like an album release in Orange County or something. Yeah, that'd right. be awesome. Yeah. And, and, yeah, that'd be fun. Just yeah. do it at Jay's studio. Hey. Oh, yeah. Jay, send me an that's invoice, please. Not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, right, huh? <laughs> I'm just going to send him the money. You can send me the invoice later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, real quick, we do have cake out there because it's Keelan's birthday. Happy so birthday. happy birthday, Keelan. Keelan. Thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> He is 19. <laughs> Plus. Wish, <I> was. <laughs> Wish I was. You wouldn't be here. Yeah. Well, Sim, thank you very much. It was uh, fantastic. Yeah, Love the album. It. Thank you for the albums. Yeah, good yeah, yeah, thanks, thank you. yeah. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Thanks for the time. Yeah, thank you.